Hey y'all, thank you so much for tuning back into another IG Live. Or if you're listening to the replay, um, thank you for tuning in to another episode on the Responsible Homegirl Podcast. Today I'm here to stir the pot, okay? I'm here to stir the pot. We're going to be talking about struggling by choice. Well, not really struggling by choice. Stop struggling by choice and actually build. Stop struggling by choice and actually build. And I'm very excited to get into this conversation because, as y'all know, um, the responsible homegirl is two years old now. Well, coming up on two years old. In November, we'll be two years old. But I hear so many stories all the time from young adults, my peers, about just all of their financial struggles. And when I sit back and actually think about what they're struggling with, a lot of the times, they are out here struggling by choice, financially struggling by choice. So we're going to get into it today. Of course, y'all know every week I have my notes, so I'm not out here rambling, but I'm getting straight to the point. So the first thing, you'll take any job. And I actually just made a carousel talking about this, but you'll take any job with no regard to your value, your worth, but more importantly, your time. Nothing that we do in this day and age should be without purpose. So if you are working a job, it should not be just to pay your bills, just to have enough to get by, just to say, oh, I work a job. No, that is not what we are here to do. So if you are working a job, it needs to be purposeful. It needs to be intentional. What are you working for? So I really started off with that first point because, of course, All of us, we need to work. We need money to pay our bills, to live our lives, to do these different things. But when we work at jobs where we are overworked and underpaid, what good does that do us? That does us absolutely no good. And then it leaves you struggling, struggling. And when I say struggling by choice, the reason why I say it's by choice is because you have the power. Sometimes we put too much power in our employer's hands, in our boss's hands. Like, no, if you are working at a place that is not paying you your value, is not paying your your worth, you have been working there for years, but you have not seen a raise in years. Why are you there when you have free will, when you have choice? Come on. I want us to get into the habit where we understand that we have the power. These businesses do not operate without people, period. The greatest asset to a company is humans. Without us, they don't function. So I'll never understand why people stay at places of employment just for the money or the lack thereof, since we're talking about a lack of. So point number one, so you can stop struggling by choice. Don't just take any and everything. And even when you're applying for new jobs and you're interviewing for new jobs, just because somebody gives you a salary that's higher than your last job, that don't mean you need to take it right off the bat. No, do your research. Figure out the cost of living in that area, the cost of not just your bills, but so you can actually live your life so you can negotiate your salary. You're not just walking in there and accepting what they give you. I promise you, if they're giving you something, it's probably the low ball offer. No, you need to do your research. You need to be confident. You need to walk in that place knowing that you have value, what you're worth. So you're not just taking anything. 
So when I say stop struggling by choice, I literally want you to take back your power because you have it. You have the power. So that's the first thing. You will take any old job. Don't do that. Stop struggling by choice. Number two, for all my peers out there, majority of my community, y'all are young adults. So this is especially, especially, especially for you. All of my recent college grads. And when I say recent, I graduated in 2020. So two years plus, three years plus, even five years plus, like really is no time frame on it. And this next point, I'm going to be speaking from a place of privilege because I understand that everybody doesn't have a home that they can go back to. But for those of you listening to this that do have a home that you can go back to, your pride won't let you sacrifice just for a season to move back home, cut back on your bills, and actually build a solid financial foundation. I want y'all to think about that. Now, when I graduated college, there was no part in my plan that said, oh, I want to move back to King Street and I want to build my foundation. I want to do this and I want to do that back in my hometown, living with my mom. No. However, when the chips fell how they fell, I recognized, Kiani, instead of complaining about moving back home, you need to take advantage of this. You need to look at the beauty in this. One, your mom is not requiring you to pay rent. And if she had required you to pay rent, it would be way less than what you would actually be paying if you were living on your own. So for all of my young adults out there, y'all out here paying $1,100, $1,200, $1,300, $1,400 in rent, I just want you to think about what you could actually be doing with that money if you did not have to pay it on the first of next month. What would you do? What would you do with $1,200, $1,400? And the reason why I say twelve because a lease is typically a year long. So just think about what would you do with $1,200, $1,400? Just imagine how your savings account would look. Just imagine one year of stacking, two years of stacking. And when you leave your people's house, now you have your own house. Now you have an investment property. Like when I say I created the responsible home girl so that we can be financially responsible and wealth conscious, like I need us to turn our brains on and think about how stuff benefits us in the long run, not just temporarily, temporarily, <laughs> not just for the short haul. I really want us to think about that. Stop thinking about the peace that you and oh, I shouldn't have said that because you can't put a price on peace now. If moving back home is, you know, messing with your peace, then of course, you know, do whatever you have to do. But there are things that you can sacrifice. Some of y'all, y'all just don't want to move home because your parents aggy, your parents annoying. If your parents not annoying, are they your parents for real? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. It is a sacrifice season because the temporary sacrifice is going to pay off. It is going to be so 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 beneficial the reward on the other side of that sacrifice baby you're gonna be so had so happy and so glad that you made the sacrifice so i want everybody listening right now if you identify with any of those words coming out of my mouth i need you to swallow your pride and say okay if my job is fully remote i don't have to be in an office 
or I could find me a fully remote job. I can tweak some things and work some things out in my own personal life so I can move back home and not have to pay rent or pay a smaller amount in rent, not have as many bills as possible. Why not do it? Why not do it for a year, two years? Stop struggling by choice. Stop struggling by choice. When you have majority of your check going to your rent, oh, that is very problematic. Very problematic. Because at this point, you're just working to live. You're working to survive. And who wants to do that? I know not me. (laughs) I don't want to do that. So I can just imagine people working hard morning, noon, and night and still have nothing to show for it. Not because you're careless with your money or not because you're just out here doing whatever, but because it's costing you so much to live. And then it goes back to point number one. You'll take any old job or you'll take a job that is overworking you and underpaying you. You're not making enough money. So I want us to actually think about these things and not just think about stuff for our current moment, but to actually be wealth conscious. Think about how these things will benefit us in the long run. One thing that I always reference when I'm talking about jobs and working is this chapter in Rich Dad Poor Dad. I will never forget it because it literally changed my whole mindset. And it says, don't work for money, work to learn. So when I talked about earlier, like we're not doing anything without purpose. The job that you're at right now, how is it benefiting you outside of the money? Let's take money out of the equation. How is it helping you? Is it giving you the training? Is it giving you the tools that you need for a future business, for an investment so that it can propel your future forward? Are they giving you more than money? What are you getting on the other side of that? So I need you to think deeply about how you are spending your time, because honestly, time is something that we can't get back. We can get money back. We can blow money and get it right back. We can spend a check and get it right back. But that time, baby, we're not getting that time back. So I need you to be very intentional about where you are spending your time. So my third and last final point, stop struggling by choice. How can you stop struggling by choice? Manage what you have. Manage your money so your money isn't managing you. That's one of my favorite sayings that I coined. Manage your money so your money isn't managing you. Kiani, how do you manage your money? By just simply looking at what you have coming in versus what you have leaving out. Point blank period. Look at what you have coming in versus what you have leaving out. That's a budget. Your budget is simply your financial GPS. So if you write down just on a sheet of paper, my income, what are you getting paid this pay period? Then on the other side, expenses. What is leaving out of your account for this pay period? Now, once you have those two numbers, okay, how are you allocating these funds? Save, spend, invest, and give. For sure, I call it SSIG. What are you saving? You should be paying yourself first no matter what. I don't care if it's 10%. I don't care if it's $20. I don't care if it's $50. What are you saving? What are you spending? And I'm not talking about bills because we covered expenses up there. But what are you spending? What are you allocating for your gas, for your groceries, for your leisure? What are you allocating in that column? Invest. How are you, in, how are you investing this month? Are you investing, putting more in your Roth IRA? 
Are you investing in your brokerage account? Are you investing in a course because you want to learn something new? Are you investing in a book? Are you investing in your self-care because you've been running yourself raggedy and not taking care of yourself? How are you investing this pay period? Last but not least, what are you giving? What are you giving? I give 10% before I even do anything. Before I save, I'm giving 10%. But who are you surprising this pay period? Who are you going to say, like, send a cash app to and say, lunch on me? Who are you just doing whatever for? Who are you giving to? So those three things, I want us to really take control of our personal finances. Oftentimes, we are pointing the blame, saying, oh, my job don't pay me this, or oh, I need a side hustle. You have everything you need. And those things may be true, but at the end of the day, you have the power. So stop struggling by choice and build. Number one, don't just take any old job. Your job needs to be beneficial. They need to know your value. They need to know your worth. And if they are not willing to pay, leave. When I tell you I can leave any situation that's not serving me easily. And yes, it may be hard to leave because you may feel like, dang, where's this next thing coming from? But you need to always be preparing yourself and setting yourself up for the next level. Stop struggling by choice. Don't just take any old job. Don't just take any old salary. Negotiate your salary. Negotiate. Like I said before, these businesses and these companies, they cannot run without us. They cannot run. And by you knowing that and by you stepping into the room with confidence and high self-esteem, knowing what you bring to the table... It's on you. It is literally on you. So that's the first thing. The second thing, swallow your pride and move back home. Literally, swallow your pride and move back home. Just imagine how much money you could be saving by moving back home. King Street is no place that I want to be. I literally moved from Charleston to King Street. My life took a whole change. But do I miss paying $889 in rent? Absolutely not. And I got friends right now that pay thirteen and $1,400 in rent. So I want you to think about what could I be doing with $1,200, $1,400? Or what could I be doing with 12 fill in the blank or whatever your rent payment is? You may be on this call right now and know for a fact you want to start a business. Baby, you need money for that business. But your, your business money is going to your rent. When you could literally just sacrifice for a season, not forever, just for a season, maybe for a year, two years. So you can actually cut back on some of those bills and build a solid financial foundation. Last but not least, number three, manage your money, manage what it is that you do have. And all of that is, is knowing what you have coming in versus what you have leaving out. You can't be spending your money as fast as you get it. Now, I am not the one that is going to deprive myself and say, oh, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Like, I love living my best life. I love going out to eat and experiencing different things. But those are things that we have to plan and prepare for. Period. You have to plan and prepare for those things. Look at what you have coming in versus what you have leaving out and then allocate your dollars into four categories. For sure, I say SSIG. So what are you saving? What are you spending? What are you investing? And what are you giving? So in order for you to stop struggling by choice and actually build your foundation, it's absolutely going to take discipline. 
it's going to take discipline. You can't do all the same stuff that you used to do before. You can't hang out with all the same people you used to hang out. No has to become your favorite word. I'd be telling my friends and family no so much. And I'd be like, I'm sacrificing. I have no problem because I know what I'm working towards. I don't have a full-time job. I can't do all of the same stuff that my friends can do. One, one month, I may have a 10K month. The next month, I may make $200. I can't do the same stuff that my friends can do. So what are you working towards? What vision are you working towards? What vision do you want to manifest? So, y'all, I'm going to get off my soapbox. I just had to talk to y'all about this conversation because I really want us to just take our power back. Take our power back and stop settling for crumbs. Stop settling for crumbs. No, the last thing I'm going to do and the last thing that I want anybody connected to me to do is to just be working just to pay bills, working just to live. What kind of life is that? That is no kind of life. And then when you do go out, it looks like you're having fun, but you're barely making it. You're barely getting by. Let's talk about it. Let's be real about it. If you out and you got to check your bank account or if you're out and you know you really can't afford this trip or you're out and you swiping your credit card because the money ain't in your bank account, what kind of life is that? But it all starts with us making sacrifices right now, making sacrifices and putting ourselves um, just in better in better positions. So thank y'all so much for rocking with me this past like. 20-ish, 30-ish minutes. Um, if anybody have any questions, feel free to comment them below. If you came on late, don't worry. You can catch the replay on the Responsible Homegirl podcast. It's going to be episode 33, I think. Um, and yeah, y'all know it's Financial Literacy Month, which I am super excited about because, I mean, I always talk about personal finance, but April just hit different. It's my birth month and it's Financial Literacy Month. I want us to get into the habit of talking about money more, reflecting on how far we've came, but also acknowledging that we have so much more work to do. Even me. I come to you as your responsible homegirl, but I have so many improvements that I need to make in my own personal finances. My business could be doing a whole lot better. I could be doing more for my business. I could just just be doing... just. I don't want to say doing more because it's not all about doing, but... I just know for a fact I have more to learn. And as I learn more, I'll grow more. As I make more connections, I'll grow more. So you really just have to enjoy the journey and embrace the journey. Um, On April 1st, I shared that we were kicking off the month with kickoff. So if you're listening to this right now and you know that you want to improve your credit score, kickoff is an amazing tool that you can use to help build your credit. It only costs $2 a month and there's no interest emphasis on no interest and there is no fees so what you do is you pay two dollars a month and they automatically give you a five hundred dollar credit line so with that credit line you spend your money spend the money or a portion of the money i would still say 30 percent keep it under 30 percent and you pay it off in full every single month as if it's a credit card and they are reporting those good payments to the three major credit bureaus so all in all is really going to help you build your credit so Take advice from me, um, other people, they have plenty of reviews. I would definitely recommend getting kickoff. Um, if you're interested, you can click the link in my bio or you can even click the link. It'll be below in the description box as well. 
click it, create an account. Like I said, it's $2 a month and you can easily increase your credit score. Um, what else do I have to share with y'all? What else? Saturday school. Saturday school is going amazing. Y'all know the first Saturday school was on March 19th and that is where I am helping more people learn how to wholesale mobile homes. So hosted at March 19th, I already had one student. She closed her very first deal in less than two weeks. Less than two weeks. And it took me six months to close my first deal. So, I mean, the math is mathing, okay? The next Saturday school will be in June. I'll give y'all more updates and more details on that closer to the time. But I am very excited about, you know, June Saturday school. I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing it like every three months. I may do it sooner because I noticed that like once I actually put it out there and people saw results, people have been going crazy. Like, when is the next class? When is the next class? But for my first set of people, I really wanted to focus on getting them results because anybody can take a class, anybody can take a course. But no, I want to make sure that they are actually learning from the material that I'm presenting and that they make money, period. Because, of course, we're going to help people. That's a part of the game. But I want to make sure that people are profitable and consistently profitable. They, you know, have the tools, the resources, everything they need to win and win big. I think the last thing that I have to share with y'all is, of course, the For Executors Only Planner. I have a few more left that I need to sell. We're going to get this manufacturer on and popping because, baby, hand making these planners, that is not my ministry. Like, no. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm very grateful for the journey. I learned a whole lot. It taught me a whole lot of patience, but I am not doing that. It is not giving. It is not giving. At first, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do these until I run out of all of my supplies, blah, blah, blah. Bump that. No, I need me a manufacturer like yesterday. So if you have not purchased your For Executors Only planner yet, make sure you purchase one. It's going to get you, it's going to get you together. Like I always tell people, I want to focus on just six months at a time, making your next six months your best six months. So if you can actually write your vision down, make it plain and take consistent action, I promise you, you will see things manifest. You will see things manifest. I actually wanted to speak on something, but I'm not going to speak on it because I don't know if the person wants me to share, but we'll talk about it later. But I say all of that to say, get your for executors only planner and really like stop sleeping. Stop sleeping on your dreams. Stop sleeping on yourself. And I'm not seeing this stuff from a place of judgment. I'm seeing this stuff from a place of experience because no lie, I know the type of woman I am, the type of woman I'm becoming. And honestly, sometimes my dreams scare me and they can scare me to the point where I don't do nothing at all. And I've been there before where I wanted to create something or even create my planners. Yeah, I had the idea to create my planners in 2020. But I let so much negativity fill my mind, so much doubt fill my mind. And I didn't do nothing. Now, here comes two years later and I actually created the planner in less than three months. And people were buying them like crazy. So I really want us to get out of our head, get out of our own way, stop sleeping on our dreams, stop procrastinating, and just be intentional. If you're intentional and if you are consistently showing up for yourself, there's no way you can't win. You may not win overnight. You may not win in a year. You may not win in two years. But you are going to eventually win. 
eventually. So there is so much power in, you know, putting your pen to the paper and actually doing the work it takes to manifest the life that you desire and the life that you deserve. Like, we're not taking crumbs over here, y'all. I got to get one. Yes, sis. Yes, you definitely do. Go to my website. You can purchase one at theresponsiblehomegirl.com. If you're listening to the podcast, I'll also have the link in the description box for you to purchase one as well. But it's it's going to get your whole life together. Literally, um, I shared probably a couple of days ago, and I shared it today. This dude, he hit me up. Me and him, we are really good friends. And last year is when I started the Focus on Four Discipline Challenge. And all of that is, all of, all that is, is you are focusing on four things to do every single day, no matter what. So when I started, I think my four days was, my four things were to um, pray, to journal, to read a book of the Bible every single day, a chapter out of a book of the Bible every single day. And I think the last one was like to listen to a podcast or something like that. But literally it was those four things and i'm like no matter what i have to do this and the reason why i did it was because i wanted to build up my discipline i wanted to build up my consistency how many times do we say we're going to do a thing but then we lie to ourselves or we do a thing and we start it but we don't finish it so i wanted to get in the habit of being a woman of my word how can i expect anybody else to not lie to me or to be truthful to me but I lie to myself. I want y'all to think about that. Like my partners, romantically, my relationships, my friendships, I don't expect anybody around me to lie to me. Like, why are you lying to me if we got a relationship for real? So if I don't want them lying to me, why would I lie to myself? Why would I say, Keanu, you're going to show up consistently. You're going to post for the responsible homegirl. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. But I don't do it. Make it make sense. So literally, I created this challenge called the Focus on Four Discipline Challenge. And I just put it on Instagram and I was sharing my journey, blah, blah, blah. And my friend that I was telling y'all about earlier, he started doing the challenge. And he did it for 60 days. I did it for 30 days. He did it for 60 days. And he was like, "Key, I did these things, these four things for 60 days. And I pale, I, I pale, I passed my series 65 exam. Now, for y'all listening who don't know what a Series 65 exam is, it is a very difficult financial exam because he's a financial advisor. And he was like, Key, I failed this exam so many times. But just by doing this challenge, disciplining myself, doing this every single day, I passed. And I'm just sitting back like, (laughs) this is crazy to me. And it's not crazy that he passed. It's crazy that discipline can literally change your entire situation. Just a little bit of discipline. But the thing is, we want results that we're not willing to work for. Myself included. Myself included. But thank God I am changing. Thank God that I am disciplining myself, showing up consistently. And because I am doing all of these things, y'all opportunities are coming to me easily. Speaking engagements. Planners being sold, businesses reaching out for brand partnerships easily. These are not things that I'm having to strive for and chase after. They are coming to me. Why? Because I consistently show up for myself. I consistently show up for y'all. I show up for the responsible homegirl when it wasn't making a dime. When it was not making a dime, when it was literally just a hobby. And it's not about the money. It's about 
people that I can impact, people's lives that I can change. So I say all of that to say, bet on yourself, believe on yourself, and stop sleeping. Time to wake up. Stop sleeping. Another thing, the Focus on Four Discipline Challenge, it is in the planner. It's in every single month of the planner. So no matter what, you know, like, okay, this month I'm focusing on these four things. And we're just getting in the habit of building up that discipline muscle every single day. Like, I'm not going to sleep if I haven't read. I'm not going to sleep if I haven't journaled. I'm not going to sleep if I haven't spent time with God. I'm not going to sleep if I haven't gotten active. And every month you can do the same things or you can switch it up and do four different things. But it's really just about building up that discipline and building up that consistency. Because honestly, y'all, it's not about talent. Just think about how many talented people that you know that have gone nowhere. They have done absolutely nothing with their talent because they're lazy. They're lazy. Discipline is going to beat talent every single time. Consistency is going to beat talent every single time. No matter what. No matter what. So I'll get off my soapbox. Thank y'all for rocking with me for this past 30-ish minutes. If you are new here, don't worry. You can catch the replay on the Responsible Homegirl podcast. It will be episode 33. Thank y'all so much. Um, If y'all have any questions, anything, drop them down in the comment box before I end the live. Of course, y'all know I am DM friendly. Um, I have a heart to help. I literally want to see everybody win. And if I can be part of your journey and help you win, I am more than happy to do that because I did not get here by myself. And the levels that I plan to go to, I'm not going to get there by myself. So if I can help you on your journey, Don't hesitate to reach out. I am not superhuman. I am not somebody that you need to put on a pedestal. No, I I am your responsible homegirl, literally. I am your responsible homegirl. So again, thank y'all for rocking with me. Always remember, with exposure, execution, and consistency, there is absolutely nothing you can't do. I'll see y'all this Thursday on the Think Like a Mogul um, interview episode, all of that good stuff. Thank y'all again for rocking with me and I'll see y'all soon. Bye.